not very nice and anatomically inaccurate prophecies of Oh Lord, hear the server. For the prompt, disguises. What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Written by Entangled Now, read by Charm. There are many gentlemen wearing masks adorned with horns. There's even a serpent motive or two among the milling, laughing crowd. A few who mix black with red in a way that makes Aziraphale's chest ache and his fingers twitch. He thinks that is a step too far for him. One can only pretend so hard before it became an exercise in misery. Instead, he chooses a wolf, dressed in black and silver. The man in question has one hip resting against the side of the decorated staircase, an elegant confidence sprawl to him. His body is a perfect contrast to a Xerophil's own, long and lean, where he is soft. He'd also noticed a swaying jolt to the man's walk, which is just about close enough. Though he suspects the poor fellow's is more to do with a hyperextension of the joints, rather than what he imagines is simply a refusal to obey the laws of pelvic stability. Aziraphale takes his drink over to him, where he's clearly watching the socializing and flirtation, and even the odd assignation behind a curtain with some amusement. Some people are so eager, even though the night is still young. He supposes he can't judge when his own intentions are so obvious. The mask he's wearing is an owl, cut away before his mouth, so it's perfectly in view when he asks his question. Would you perhaps like to occupy one of the upstairs rooms with me? It's more polite than most of the drunken requests Aziraphale had received already. But really, there's no excuse to be a bore. The gentleman before him goes entirely still, as if Aziraphale had shocked him. The wolf mask tips gently to the side, in what feels like a curious kind of head. It's perfectly all right if you don't. No offense taken. The man takes a swaying step forward, setting his own glass down and inclining his head in a sharp nod. Splendid. No one will miss them. That's the whole point of the party, after all. I don't need to know anything about you. This is all in good fun, after all. There's a pause, and Aziraphale thinks that the man almost starts to speak, before he stops himself and slowly nods again. Aziraphale is certain he had made the right choice when he's crowded into an upstairs room, his hand lifted in a silky dark glove and pressed to the decorated bone and lace, that make up the wolf's mouth. The understanding is that everyone can request anonymity. No names, no faces, though it's a rule that some people choose to break. 
but his companion seems to be equally prepared to get down to business. He's turned into the footboard of a beautifully carved bed, the buttons of his breeches unpicked with skill until they can be whisked down to his thighs, leaving his shirt-tails the only thing covering his naked behind. To be tumbled so quickly into proceedings is rather thrilling, but then his gentleman paramour sinks to his knees behind him, and Aziraphale hears the sound of thread sliding through fingers. The wolf-mask is set on the floor beside his fancy half-heel shoe, but before he can commence his shirt is pushed up his back, his buttocks are thumbed apart, and a mouth presses hot and eager against the very centre of him. Oh, fuck! A muffled laugh is buried between his cheeks, closely followed by a hot tongue, which works his hole over like the most expensive delicacy Paris has to offer. He's pinned to the bed and eaten out with a truly fiendish level of skill, left moaning and wailing into the silken bedspread. His orgasm is spectacular, and the other man chases it so hard and so well that even terribly oversensitive Aziraphale whimpers and sobs and pushes back for more. He's tongued so wet and so loose, it seems a waste not to encourage the man into a spot of buggery as well. My ass is yours, he says throatily. Feel free to mistreat it. I'm fairly sturdy. A shuddering sound of delight against his buttock is followed by a sharp bite. The man behind him pushes to his feet, and Aziraphale is thrilled to hear Cloth tear in his haste to get his cock out and buried in him. He's spread and held, and then finally stretched tight and hot around a long, narrow cock. He braces himself on the wood, and isn't disappointed when the slapping thrust starts almost immediately shaking him hard enough that panted moans burst out of him. His whole body feels pummeled, skin alive, the slight aching tuck of his board swinging, leaving him weak for it. He loses track of how many times he shudders to completion. Face down over the bed, on his hands and knees behind it, riding the stranger's narrow lap, while long fingers play at his cock and nipples. Every shuddering spill inside him signaled with a hissing breath of air. The way his anonymous lover will bite into his neck with sharp teeth every time and snarl a wordless question. Yes, don't stop, please, don't stop. Goes on forever until Aziraphale is dripping, his thighs slick with it. He knows, of course, he knows that nothing human could keep up. Stubbornness keeps him silent, stubbornness and a strange sort of freedom. Of course, he wasn't to know. 
It could have been anyone, anyone at all. Could have been, but isn't. He grips tight to the thighs beneath him. Can you fall in love with a stranger for a night, do you think? No words are spoken, but his hand is lifted, his fingers kissed in answer. The end.